This time on Geek Pod Blue. Warning, station is now code blue. edition of Geek Pod Blue. I am your host, Hugh, and I am feeling a bit peckish today. Now, if you happen to hear anything in the background, there is a new member of the Alan and Geek Pod Blue family. Uh, for my birthday, my wife went and got me a cute little kitten. His name is Ali, or as I call him, Ali Fur. And uh, up until now, I've been able to have him somewhere else as I record, but today I am having to watch him, and he likes to make little squeaking sounds, and it's adorable, and I'm in love. So... If you hear my little kitten squeaking, just, you know, let me know. Maybe I'll post some pictures. You guys can uh, revel in how beautiful and cute he is. Anyway, let's get on with today's special show. Now, everybody knows about Santa's, Santa's reindeer. There's Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, and Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen. And then there is Rudolph, the mutant X-gene version of Ranger Tyrandus, also known as Caribou in North America. Now, reindeer have been a popular part of the uh, Christmas tradition for as long as Santa has been involved. In recent years, people have been saying Santa's probably bumping up the technology using a GPS, and the reindeer are surplus to requirements. And that very well may be the case. Who knows? What I found that was interesting is... Everybody thinks that some of Santa's reindeer are male, some are female, but apparently this is not the case. Now, according to the Alaska Department of Fish and Game, both male and female reindeer grow antlers during the summer each year. Now, they're the only members of the deer family uh, called Cervidae to have females do so. Now, male reindeer drop their antlers at the beginning of winter, usually in late November to mid-December. Female reindeer actually retain their antlers until after they give birth in the spring. This means that according to every historical rendition depicting Santa's reindeer, every single one of them, from Rudolph to Blitzen, had to be a girl. So... Uh, I thought that was fascinating, first of all. I'm sure that probably pisses off a lot of people, too. But, uh, hey, we live in a sexist world. What are we going to do? Now, because Santa no longer requires the reindeer to pull his sleigh, uh, reindeer-meat made has been becoming increasingly popular in many European countries. And now, here as well. Yes, Oliver, I hear you. This is going to make things complicated. Now, if you think that's weird, just remember... Eating reindeer at Christmas may make the kids cry, but we also eat eggs around Easter, so it's not really that much weirder. Now, the, de the demand for reindeer meat has grown exponentially. In Finland, the demand has outstripped its supply, so it actually has to import reindeer meat from Russia. Now, uh, they are the, the biggest processor of reindeer meat. It's a company called Polarica. has been importing an estimated 10,000 to 15,000 reindeer carcasses from Russia just to meet the demand. Now, companies from other countries have also tried to source reindeer uh, from Finland as well. Despite this, the export of reindeer meat from Finland is one of the fastest growing segments of the Finnish food industry. Now, pulling up some of the more recent numbers, back in December, Finnish reindeer producers had to turn down a German order for the meat from 1,000, I'm sorry, not 100 
100,000 animals because there were not that many to be slaughtered in the entire country. As well, there's a UK supermarket chain called Little that uh, was selling diced Siberian reindeer meat and it was introduced to 600 stores in Britain during the 2010 holiday season and all those stores were sold out within a week. Which is kind of crazy if you think about it. When you think reindeer meat, you don't think there's going to be that big of a demand. There'll be weirdos that want to eat it. There'll be hunters that want to eat it. And fat guys like me that want to try it. Uh, but apparently, it's becoming a big deal. You can even find it on Amazon now. Reindeer has been common on menus in, across Scandinavia for a very long time. But uh, some of the other countries are getting more used to the idea. Uh, apparently, even Ikea, who makes furniture, has been selling salami that contains reindeer meat, which I think is very strange, but whatever. Now, there's an exotic meat supplier by the name of Kezi uh, that reports that the demand for reindeer is so high that it now offers it all year long. Now, they sell everything from reindeer sausages to reindeer steaks to reindeer meatballs and reindeer mints for, I, and I'm not kidding you, reindeer tartare. I, which, I'm not sure about regular tartare. I like my steaks rare, but I don't know if I like them not cooked. Anyway, reindeer meat is a very fine textured, um, tender meat. And, you know, it, it, it's slightly gamey, but it tastes more like beef. It has some of the characteristics of venison, but it's a milder flavored meat, still dark in color, uh, low in fat as well. Now, reindeer meat is also ethically sound because reindeer are pastured in forests and have almost complete freedom. Unlike, you know, cows and chickens and pork that are... Um, Cows and chicken and pork. I actually think of pigs as pork, not pigs. Did you hear that? Um, that it comes from a guy that loves barbecue. Uh, the, all of those animals are generally raised in factories in horrible conditions. Reindeers are completely free range. Uh, their diet is a natural one with no drugs or anything like that. Uh, the reindeer actually dig uh, lichen from the ground during the summer, and they, they eat more than 300 different plants. Now, twice a year, the reindeer are all gathered together, and those to be slaughtered are selected. Now, if, if you're interested in trying this, there are a lot of places, like I said, you can get it. Um, you can just move to Europe, which might not be that bad of an idea right about now. Uh, but if you can't do that, you can get it in lots of online places. They sell it in Amazon, on Amazon. They sell it at uh, Kezi, that uh, online place I told you about. Uh, they also, believe it or not, sell Rudolph in a can. I'm sorry, reindeer meat in a can. It's called Poron Liha. And I shit you not, it is actually reindeer meat in a can. Um, looks like it's, it, for a, a, a small can, it looks like it's running about, you know, $17. Uh, and it usually takes about 6 to 14 days to ship to a first world country. Uh, beyond that, if you manage to get your own reindeer, there's a couple things to think about. Because you wouldn't want to cook it exactly the same as you'd handle something else. Reindeer steaks are a good low-fat source of protein, uh, as well as iron, niacin, and riboflavin, but their lack of fat how it means that if you cook them like beef steaks, the result is going to be disappointing. Uh, you want to make sure that they cook up tender, and you want to apply the, apply the appropriate cooking methods. A grilling or pan frying them gives you a better opportunity to control and monitor the steaks as they cook. So you probably wouldn't want to roast or, or braise or broil a reindeer steak. Now you can use whatever seasoning method you want, just however you would season a normal steak. Uh, you can put them on your grill is probably the best way to do it. Just put them on your grill, five to six minutes each side, and shoot for 130 to 140 degrees Fahrenheit. So basically you're looking for medium. You don't want to go above that or it's going to become dry and it's going to become rough. You can do the same thing in a, uh, a frying pan. 
you know, fire up your frying pan, do four to six minutes uh, per side until a meat thermometer reaches 130 to 140. Uh, that's probably the best way to handle something like a reindeer steak. Now, in my research on this, the most interesting thing, or maybe maybe the easiest way to eat it, I found, uh, was they actually do they actually do a lot of stews and soups, and there's dozens of variations. But the folks in Greenland do it um, uh, pretty awesomely. It's just meat and potatoes, uh, but it's something called a suisat. I'll say that again, suisat, and they basically just put everything together and stew it slowly. Now, my own experience with uh, venison, being that I'm not a big fan of venison because of the gamey taste. Uh, I have had venison uh, done excellently well. I had an old manager at an old job who made venison stew every single year and brought it in around the holiday time. And in a stew, it was delicious. The gaminess was gone. And I would imagine that out of all of these potential preparations, I would probably prefer to have the reindeer stew. I think that would be the best flavor for me at least. And I, oh, hold on, my phone is going off. Text from Paul, text from Paul, everybody loves to get a text from Paul. Text from Paul, text from Paul, everybody loves to get a text from Paul. Show it! All right, and today Paul texted me. On the fifth day of Christmas, my Hugh friend gave to me five solicited pieces of advice that I don't follow. Sounds about right. Now I would definitely be interested to hear if any of you have ever tried reindeer, if you know what it tastes like. As for me, I ordered some from Amazon already, so I'm go, gonna go stuff some blitz in in a blintz, and I will get back to you guys tomorrow. Tuck and roll, kids. GeekPod Blue is a GeekPod Network production. Executive producers Paul Showens and Hugh Allen. Concept created by Paul Showens and Hugh Allen. Intro is Opportunity by Jameis Breed. Closing is Bucket by Jameis Breed. Both licensed for use by Dennis Johnston. Want to help the show? Leave a five-star rating on iTunes. GeekPod can be reached at contribute at geekpod.com or send us a tweet at geekpod. That's G33KPOD. You can also find GeekPod on Facebook and Instagram. G33KPOD. That's G33KPOD.